Praise the Lord. What a joy to have you listen to the living, active, sharp, piercing, and discerning word of God from my mouth. This is Sweet Melodies, a Bible reading program aired on Grace Life Kumi Podcast. I am Funke Wahuna. I will be reading from the pages of the scriptures. I pray that as you listen to the word of God, gains entrance into you and you join your faith with the word of God for your spiritual edification and all-round profiting in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God, hallelujah. I welcome you again to this episode of Sweet Melodies. I'm Funke Ohahuna. Praise God. Uh, today we are going to go further on our chapter reading from Book of Proverbs, chapter 10. Amen. Today we'll begin um, this um, teaching series uh, from verse 18. I'm going to be reading um, verse 18 to 20 from the next version. 18 says, The one who conceals hatred utters lies, and the one who spreads slander is certainly a fool. Verse 19, When words abound, transgression is inevitable, but the one who restrains his words is wise. What the righteous say is like the best silver. This is verse 20. And the beeper says, But what the wicked thinks is of little value. Holy Spirit, teach us as we study your word in Jesus' name. Okay. All right. So uh, today's um, episode is titled Prudence in Speech. And uh, for the sake of our time limit, we are going to focus on verse 18 today. And next episode, we move on to verse 19 and 20, hopefully. So we'll start by understanding what prudence in speech entails. And um, mostly, when the word prudence is being um, utilized, it's often um, used for matters regarding finances. Okay. Um, in one of the past episodes of Sweet Melodies, we considered broadly the definition of prudence, so we won't um, uh, stay on it uh, too much in this episode. However, to set a good foundation uh, for this episode, we are going to focus on the, uh, the English dictionary definitions for prudence. I'm using the Web- Merriam-Webster dictionary um, Okay, of prudence. Um, Alright, so we start by um, taking a definition of prudence and then we move to that of uh, speech. Amen. So from Bible, from um, English dictionary, excuse me, prudence is the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. And secondly, it's, it is um, caution or circumspection as to danger or risk. So while um, 
We understand prudence as the ability to govern and um, discipline our, ourselves by the use of reason or applying caution or being circumspect as to the danger or risk of um, you know whatever we're doing. Uh, speech is also defined by the English dictionary as uh, the communication or expression of thoughts in spoken words. These an exchange of spoken words, that is conversation, having a conversation. And then it also is um, something that is spoken um, in the form of utterance. Okay, so uh, prudence in speech, following our definitions, can uh, be therefore, you know, described as uh, possessing the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason while communicating expressing one's thoughts you know in spoken words that is via utterances and um, conversations also from these definitions we can see prudence in speech also means um, uh, applying caution or being circumspect as to the danger or risk of one's communication of thoughts via utterance and conversation Back to our Bible verse. In verse 18, we says the one who conceals hatred utters um, lies, and the one who, sl- who spreads slander is certainly a fool. Uh, you see, it talks more of um, utterance. You know, it tells more about conversations and speech. Okay. So the book of Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7 it says, "For as heating kept in his heart, so is he." And Jesus also, in his response to the thoughts of the Pharisees in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, and verse 34, he said, Out of the abundance of the hearts, the mouth speaketh. Just taking um, a part of it. So, also in the book of Luke, chapter 6, and verse 45, Jesus again taught on the relationship between thoughts and speech. So we see that if Jesus spoke about um, thought and speech, you know, uh, vehemently in, in, his, in his parables and in his teaching, it means that it's an important uh, subject that we all have to, um, you know, give or pay attention to. So Jesus taught on the relationship between thoughts and speech, how thoughts translates to the physical realm through our speech and actions. Okay, so Jesus said, I'm going to be using, um, reading the book of Luke, chapter 6, and verse 4 to 5 from the Passion Translation. Jesus said, People are known in this same way. Out of the virtue stirred up in their hearts, good and upright people will produce good fruits. But out of the evil, hidden in their hearts, evil ones will produce what is evil for the overflow of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by your fruit and will be heard in your words i mean it's just as plain as it can be what jesus is saying is whatsoever you have on your inside the abundance of what you have on your inside is what you're going to produce through your actions and through your words your conversation, your utterance. I mean, you can't you can't say, oh, what I'm saying is actually different from me. No, your words are you. Your words are you. And that's uh, one of the things uh, that is being um, considered when 
a man is being um, termed a man of integrity, your words must be you. You know, it can match you with your words. Praise God. One Bible illustration that best explains a person who hides and or conceals hatred and must, without fail, you know, speak lies, are the brothers of um, Joseph. His brothers hated him so much that they conspired against him. At some point, actually, you know, they wanted to kill him until uh, plots were were advised to okay instead of killing him let's just sell him off i mean as far as it's out of the family as as far as it's out of the house he's no longer with us we don't wake up and uh, hear his dreams and the rest of it um it's still the same thing so they decided to sell him off as a slave see that um account from um, genesis chapter 37 so these brothers of joseph hated and conspired to sell joseph as a slave while they returned home to lie about his existence to their father, Jacob. Also, we have the story of Absalom, who hated Ammon, his half-brother, for, you know, sleeping with his sister, and um, concealed his hatred for two good years. I mean, two good years, you know, until he killed him in a special feast he organized for the sons of King David. Uh, we see that story in um, 1 Samuel chapter 13. So, you see, um, hatred uh, cannot be um, displayed, you know, um, in the absence of lies. Lies would be employed in uh, trying to conceal, you know, hatred, whichever way it's been done. Um, those who hate are not playing about it. They are often hypocritical about their their stance okay uh, the amplified version of proverbs chapter 10 and verse 18 plainly says uh, he who hides hatred has lying lips hence a liar will always what hate the book of romans chapter 1 verse 28 to 32 romans chapter 1 verse 28 to 32 reveals that hatred and every unrighteousness are what products of a sinful life and thus they are not um, acting out as um, children of god praise god i would like to read it out for us so that we know what god's heartbeat is um in relation to you know our speech and um, what is expected of us as believers Romans 1 from verse 28 to 32 says, and I'm using the King James Version, it says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder. These are the things that... um, Hatred can, you know, can um, develop into debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, and 36 backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, 31, without understanding, uh, covenant breakers, without natural affection, impeccable. 
unplacable and unmerciful. And text 2 says, Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. Okay, so this scripture reveals that um, hatred and every unrighteousness are products of a sinful life. Uh, therefore, as children of God, the redeemed of God, we must guard our hearts and mind from receiving any thoughts of hatred. Because it is the little foxes that does what? Spoils the vine. You see that from um, the songs of uh, songs, or you call it songs of Solomon 2 and verse 15. So never give a little room for hatred to reside in your thoughts. Never, as a child of God, never. Don't let the devil plant that seed of hatred in you. Never. Now the second part of um, verse 18 says, um, the one who spreads slander is what? Certainly a fool. What does the word slander mean? So slander is to make utterance of false charges, okay, or misrepresentations which defame and damage another's reputation. Slander also means a false and defamatory oral statement about a person. Slandering of others is also a product of what? Unrighteousness, as we read from uh, Romans chapter 1. As believers in Christ, we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ. As such, we must give heed to the word of God and yield to the Holy Spirit continually. Why? Because only when we yield to the Holy Spirit continually can we develop the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Otherwise, we may end up as a fool when we are led by the flesh to say what? False things, um, misrepresent another, defame people, or damage their reputation by our utterance and conversation. Slander is an utterance or conversation made about someone that is not factual, okay? Or perhaps partially true. So, I mean, partially true can also do damage to a man's reputation. It's not, uh, it doesn't have to always be totally false. But partially uh, true information can, uh, conversation or trans can also damage um, the reputation of another person and misrepresents the person. So these things um, cause damages to the perception of not only uh, the individual, okay, but it actually affects the perception that people have about that individual in their mind, and it can even be uh, affect more than one person at a time, okay. So you find a situation where a student is being uh, mis- misrepresented in the, in, in the school community. I mean, it's not just one student that will have that perception of the students, okay? Utterances are like, uh, they kind of uh, flow like air, okay? So while one thinks is speaking, the, the, the person spreading the slander, uh, is actually he thinks it's taken to one person. Before you know, before you know, it's slander has um, multiplied uh, into groups of hundreds, you know, two hundreds, and then it's shocking how one man's reputation is being destroyed amongst the um, community of over a thousand people. Okay, 
So it's important we note again that a ch- uh, as children of God, uh, slander is one act that God hates. God hates slander. We've read it before, but I'll read it again again from um, uh, Proverbs chapter 6, because um, now we're in Proverbs chapter 10. So uh, if you missed uh, our previous episode on Sweet Melodies, please, you can refer back. I'm reading Proverbs chapter 6, um, verse 16 to 19. It says, These six things does the Lord hate. God hates these six things. Okay, and not even just six. It goes ahead to say, Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. And what are these things? Hey, uh, verse 17 says, A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. 18. A ha- and heart that um, devised wicked imaginations, feet that are swift in running to mischief, and 19 says, A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. False witness, lying. God hates them. They are abomination. Okay? So it is sinful and an abomination act. Abominable act before God to slander. Depending on the effect of slander, in some cases it can be, you know, it can it can be termed a, a demonic uh, act, okay, a demonic move by whoever uh, is being used by the enemy to the devil to uh, slander another. Uh, because uh, these times you hear of uh, people who who have committed suicide because of slander. Nowadays, we have um, families who have been divided because of slander. We have um, local churches who have been divided uh, or forced to relocate or or closed down uh, because of slander. I mean, meaningful relationships have been uh, divided and um, destroyed, brought to an end because of slander. So it is important we know that... um, it's a serious matter before God, okay? So he doesn't really just hate it, but it's an abominable act. And as children of God, we shouldn't be uh, involved in this act. So why does Solomon um, refer Islander to a fool? Okay? It is important we also understand that to, to help us understand the gravity of um, the sin of slander, Okay? So, a slander is a fool because he sows discord. Um, he thinks his actions are hidden from God. He's, he's, he's just wicked. You know, when you see the result of slander in most cases, it's, it's a sheer act of wickedness. Um, a slander is a fool because he, he, he's a secret dissembler. He's a pretender. He's a sham, you know? And the fool lacks prudence in utterance or speech. The fool lacks prudence in utterance or speech. Okay? They are not circumspect as to the danger or risk or consequences. Don't consider the consequences of their utterance and speech. Uh, what, would it, what it would cause on the one they are slandering. And, you know, they actually, since they are not circumspect, they don't consider the ill will they will procure for themselves. Um, you know, being involved in the act of uh, slandering. Okay, because uh, someday, you know, 
he always um, turns back on the on the slander. And then, uh, what kind of face are you going to have? So fools don't actually think about the future. They don't think about the repercussion of what they're doing uh, before they do it. So at the end, the mischief of their falsehood, their pretense and hypocrisy will fall upon them. As believers in Christ, we are no fools. Okay? We are no fools as believers in Christ. Our new best status restored us back to the image and likeness of God as it was in the beginning. Therefore, in order not to display or demonstrate ungodliness in any form that will make us act foolishly, we must do what? We must read ourselves of, you know, of it completely and be completely free from uh, evil. First uh, Peter 2 and verse 1 admonishes us to do what? To read ourselves removed from our midst okay so and by continually of the mind we are also able to do what exempt ourselves from being a fool we are transformed as we renew our mind continually we are transformed and changed progressively inside out by the holy spirit the holy spirit is given to us to also help us do what mature spiritually by increasing our focus on godly values and ethical attitudes as children of God. So while we are, we are you know, we, we know one of the major rules of the Holy Spirit is to comfort us as believers, but we must also be uh, conscious of the fact that the Holy Spirit is, is given to us to, to help us mature spiritually, you know, by increasing our focus on godly va- values, uh, the values of the family of God, being the family of God, there are things that you must know and um, possess so that you can operate well in the kingdom of God. Amen. So when we continually allow the Holy Spirit to reform our thoughts, we will be empowered to discern the will of our Father God and experience His good, well-pleasing, and perfect will as spoken of in Romans chapter 12 from verse 1 to 2. I, I, I believe that you have gotten uh, something from this little exhortation on slandering. Slandering is a sinful act. And we have been delivered as children of God from the nature of sin. We have been redeemed. We have been, ref- we, you know, we have been returned back to what we originally were before the fall of man. So slandering should not be found in our midst. Yes, um, because we have been um, set free, we have been redeemed. If you are not conscious of your status, the devil can manipulate you as a believer to, you know, to operate in this sinful act. And that is why um, it's a good time to exhort ourselves again and um, avoid any instances of, um, you know, sharing utterances that have no basis. Um, you can't any utterance, any conversation you can't um, um, truly speak of desist from um, such utterances don't be the one to spread it and don't help others to spread it praise God so in conclusion it is my prayer that we would not be an illegal um, so in conclusion it is my prayer that we would not be 
an illegitimate child in the family of God. I pray that anyone who is a victim of lying lips and slander be comforted by the Holy Spirit, vindicated and restored now in Jesus' name. Like Joseph, may God's will for you as a Savior begin to manifest. Um, like Jesus, may every betrayal and uh, end in um, glorification for you in Jesus' name. Uh, may every re- misrepresentation walk in your favor. And I pray that anyone that have been manipulated by the devil to conceal hatred, utter lies, and slander with it until now, uh, be delivered from every demonic strings that makes them uh, operate in this on this sinful act in the name of Jesus. No longer shall you satisfy the longings of the flesh in Jesus' name. Uh, may grace and peace be ever increasing in you as you grow in the rich knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. God bless you. Today, beloved, I would like to invite you to receive the Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior by making this prayer of salvation along with me. Say, believing in your heart, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you came to this earth. You died for the sins of the world, cleansed the sin of those who believe in you, and resurrected from the dead. This you did because you love me. Today, I receive your love, your death, your forgiveness, and your resurrection. I renounce my sins today. I choose to make you the Lord of my life. Jesus, I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wow. Glory be to God for making this decision. And I pray that the Lord Almighty will keep you safe and secured even till the end. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Congratulations. Beloved, I believe you have received God's word in faith. May we not be here as alone, but do us of his word. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit today and always. Amen. Jesus is Lord. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, Kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to 
Ecobank Nigeria, account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. Or, send us an email via chimdiohahunaministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. Wow. Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimri and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit chimdioahunaministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through chimdioahunaministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.